Yael Splaining. Episode 1. Remember, remember the 5th of November. 5th of November 2019. Today we're talking about social housing. Also known a lot as project housing, government housing, whatever you want to call it. It's high on the mind this morning as there are plenty of examples of successful housing projects that are talked about in the news and one of the places where it apparently works the best is the city that i inhabit vienna austria if uh, you've been living a rock you should know that vienna austria has had in many last years a top ranking for the most livable city in the world there's a lot of factors that go into this and one of them that is touted is the social housing now i'm referring to City Lab, one of my favorite publications, it's a project of the Atlantic magazine. They had an article on the secrets of the world's most livable city. Apparently they were just publishing notes from their recent DC conference in which an Austrian uh, lawmaker, Viennese, uh, her name is Maria Vasiliku. Uh, she used to be the city's deputy mayor. Uh, she was from the Green Party. I do, I think I remember meeting her one time a few years ago. But she was there at the event and talking up Vienna's great game, Vienna's awesome, livable streets, uh, livable institutions, and to make it one of the best places in the world for people to live. Now, I definitely agree with the, any of those statements, but when the data comes back on social housing, I think a lot of these people are going to be very, very disappointed. Now, there's been a lot of articles that are stemming from this that look at social housing, and especially because in the U.S. political mold and many other countries, people are talking about rent control, there's somehow this huge emphasis on social housing as if this is going to be a panacea. Um, not true. And I think the best way to look at this is let's look at the numbers here in Vienna. So Vienna has around 59 to 60% of the people living in these social housing projects known as Gemeindebau. The biggest one that is well known is in my new backyard where I just moved in the 19th district. It's called the Karl Marx Hof. It's actually the longest residential building in the world. Uh, so if you're all in on social housing and uh, would like to live in a, a place named after the progenitor of Marxism, hey, come on down. The thing about social housing is people love it because it's low rent. Uh, many people are able to live somewhere and only play 300 euros per month. Uh, most of the time, that's less than 10% of their salary. They're able to live there and live there in perpetuity. And that right is actually also granted to your family, uh, to anyone that you want or that you name in the contract. So I think that that's one problem that we can go back to. But essentially, if we're talking about social housing in Vienna, as I mentioned, 59 to 60%, most of these people are paying a pretty low rent. And if you're all in on just paying low rent, that's great. And uh, social housing is for you. The other side of it, because it's all about the seen and the unseen, merci bestia, has to do with what if you want to buy a building, renovate it, and offer it to tenants? Well, according to the Austrian law, you need to offer a particular percentage of it as social housing, and the rest of it is in the so-called private market, so free from the social housing restrictions. 
And what we're seeing in many of these instances is that a lot of the developers have almost no incentive to build new buildings that will be in the rent-controlled system because they know that their income will be fixed. They have absolutely no incentive to have upkeep to try to make sure that the apartments are livable or beautiful or nice or anything else that many of these articles are pointing to. So there is a huge distortion in price for anyone who wants to own an apartment. Of course, renting is very cheap and it's subsidized. And that means that rents across the board, the prices are suppressed. Uh, the government is a huge actor. Um, from what I read, it, it's actually 600 million euros a year that the city of Vienna spends on these social housing projects, actually the most in the world, 600 million euros. And that's less than 2 million people. So you can imagine a lot of money is being pumped into this and uh, there's just so many distortions that I think we can point to, especially if you're an owner and you would like to buy an apartment. Anecdotally, from what I'm hearing about prices, if you're anywhere near the outside of Vienna, uh, you're looking at 600 to 800,000 euros. The more you're inside of the city, you're looking at perhaps 800, 900,000, up to 1.4 million. That's for a one or a two bedroom. And that's really because you do not have an incentive to buy an apartment. The social housing experiment has actually ballooned the prices on the building side, and the supply has been limited by that as well. So yes, if you are a renter, it is a paradise. It is great. It's beautiful. But at the same time, if you are someone who wants to buy an apartment and would like to keep it in your family for many years and would like to use it to perhaps gain some kind of assets and have that accrue over the years, uh, it's going to be very difficult. So I think that's, that's one thing to mention. There will be a lot more to come up around why Vienna is such a livable city, but I had to address that. There's too many positive articles out there that don't really look at the other side in question of the seen and the unseen. The actual cost of this and if that is worth it in the end. I know a lot of people will likely debate me on that, but hey, that's just all part of the game, and I think that's it's why it's important to uncover this and to research it and to understand that it's not just about social housing and just having the government buy and maintain a bunch of buildings that we can make everybody's lives better. Uh, there are a lot of things that are not being seen, and certainly we could have even cheaper rent and more affordable housing in Vienna, perhaps, if we did not have that system. We just don't know. So, that's the Yael Spiel. I'll talk to you soon. Merci. Et la, la prochaine. <laughs>